Behind the Bunker, Monday nights at 8. Thank you guys for tuning in, especially Chase Morris for uh, inspiring that. My name is Todd Ansich. Thank you to uh, checking us out. That does look a little different, Matt. It sure does. Do you guys notice the difference? Fresh cameras. Matt actually came in a little earlier and took a little wet wipe that he had and little cleaned Windex, the lenses. Baby. Little Windex. Yeah, and then he moved them a little closer. and Just a little bit of Windex. And a little bit of makeup. So thank you guys for tuning in. My name is Todd Ansich. Beside me, I have Josh Zubizabrickus. Yeah. Whoa. I'm so clear. <laughs> You're How crisp. did that happen? Oh my Do goodness. not adjust your screen, ladies. That is me. Oh, look how shiny I am today. <laughs> Ooh, let's just sit here and ruminate not. about how each of us look so handsome. Ooh. Speaking of ruminating, we have Joe Kimson from Flaggers Paintball. Hey, greetings and thanks for tuning in tonight to Beautiful wow. Behind the Bunker. Look at my suntan. Look how, look how <laughs> vibrant my purple is. This new camera is earth shattering, if you will. Thanks for tuning in tonight. Leaving your garbage for now later. But anyway, we will see you soon. Is it garbage night tonight? It is. No, it's just uh, recycled and green bin. Com- compost. Okay. So this, this is the yard night I walk. It's this the first yard waste, is it not? It yeah. is the first yeah. yard waste. This is the night I walk my garbage across the street. Because <laughs> <laughs> they get garbage every night because they're apartment. And Gavin Sharma. <laughs> Thank you for the enthusiasm with the well, introduction. I, I heard gar- gav- uh, garbage and I thought, Gavin hey, Sharma. Well, when I think of garbage, I think of Gavin. Uh, and you should too, my friends. Thank you so much for tuning, uh, tuning in for Behind the Bunker. It is 8.05-ish. Make sure you hit that like and share. Uh, unlike anybody else in the studio, I did not see much sunshine today. I was in vampire mode, uh, but I came with my pre-tan. So hopefully I blend in nicely with everybody on screen with these crisp, crisp cameras. What's, uh, a, what's a pre-tan? It means I was born with it. Oh, nice. Maybe it's Maybelline. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Uh, <laughs> so make sure you hit like, share, tag a friend or three. Strap in. It's going to be a great paintball program. Yeah, yeah. Um, Gavin's working on his Zoom tan, I guess. Zoom tan. <laughs> Over my left shoulder, we have a jersey. Not a jersey, sorry. A hoodie. It's a one-of-one one rare. Um, here's a picture of it. Put it up if you if it's... We didn't check that this week, but I assume it worked. There we oh, go. I forgot to check it. If you guys would like the only brand new behind the bunker tiger stripe hoodie that exists right now, head on over to eBay. We have three days left as of uh, me checking this afternoon. The bid's up to two hundred and four dollars. Wow! Woo! But before you go, holy cow, that's way too much. That's Canadian dollars. So if but you th- convert that into like American dollars, that I think was, we give you money. That was all last Monday too. It hasn't changed since then, right? No, nope. it's gone up a buck or so. No. How much is it? You've been watching. Two hundred four fifty. Two hundred four fifty. Yeah, yeah. Uh, nice to see all you guys in the live chat, like Roger Weiber, Mike Thompson, all of you guys. Uh, Alfie's Ryan McGee, in the YouTube chat. Mr. Estrada, who is? Healthy. Oh, yeah. Nice yeah. to see. Apparently, he, too, had nothing better to do tonight. It's about $139 American. <laughs> yeah, him in the YouTube chat says, if Behind the Bunker goes 8K resolution, we'll all go blind. Yeah, probably. <laughs> That's uh, not very nice. SAS Rickroll says you guys should send just send that to Bond Chick. Now, I'm pretty sure I looked at the bids and I'm pretty sure I saw Bond Chick in there as a bidder. There was what did it say? 16 bids? Well, we also yep. asked and she said because I already wore it, she doesn't want it. <laughs> That's true. I only wore it for three days in a row. So there you go, ladies and gentlemen. I will when I get a chance, I'll post the link. Actually, can someone else do that? Because I can't leave this screen here. Uh, post the eBay link in the live chat. That would be super, super duper. Um, Exalt, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, if you guys are dealers, new burst discs are out and back in stock, which I think is pretty cool. I like the way they're also labeled. Uh, more tank covers are back in stock. They've been out for a while, as well as new pantaloonies. Are ba- oh, not new, but the T4 pantaloons are back in stock. So make sure you guys check that out. Huh. And uh, I want to tell you about Full to Gap, November 3rd to 5th. If That's given a place. The, if given the chance, maybe we would go, Eric Angler. Um, head on over to fulltogap.com and get yourself registered. And uh, go meet up with Wolf for the scenario Big Game 29 Squadron. That's happening. That's uh, Europe's biggest paintball festival uh that's a really long way to travel just ask wolf like if i can borrow a feeling <laughs> what about a jar of love <laughs> just stop let's keep going. i would like a jar of sauerkraut yet but oh <laughs> yeah don't give me that oh i made some this afternoon <laughs> 
Yeah, so thank you guys for tuning in tonight. We have lots of great paintball sh- content. We have the vault, which is going to come up in a few minutes. I feel like I should leave the show right now, run home, and get it. Yeah. <laughs> a barrel full of It'll be the only way to get it. <laughs> I was at the DiPietro's grocery store today, and they had different krauts. And I almost was going to grab some, thinking that I'd bring it in case... <laughs> Don't do that. If uh, if uh, yeah, shanks. If, if if they were if Josh brought some that we could compare it, but uh, yeah, thanks. We also have mail time if we have a chance. We have a topic to get to. We have prices right, and uh, we have some new reads tonight. Um, okay. So you guys heard of Chat GBT? Yeah. Yep. So I took the opportunity today to log in and uh, create an account, and I asked it questions. I said, "Give me a paragraph promoting each of these companies." And it came out with... And it said, say please. Some new reads. All right. (laughs) So I'm going to let you guys read them blind. And I'll be honest with you, I perused them, but I didn't actually read it. So I want to see how close it is to being right. Let's warn everybody first. Those are paragraphs. Like real paragraphs. And I asked for a paragraph, so I I was asking wrong. That's not a sentence. Hopefully the technology catches up and becomes a little bit more sophisticated because I would love to exit the show completely and just have Chad GPT take over. We could just, yeah. send, we just, could just send a spare phone to prop up against I, the microphone. I did actually see if I could replace you and have the, them do their thing, but it had this weird Tobagan accent. And I just said, yeah. Trinbago, whatever. <laughs> so I asked it, write me a paragraph describing Behind the Bunker. Without giving it any any anything, it says behind the bunker paintball podcast is a must listen for anyone who is passionate about paintball. This engaging podcast, and again, this is all AI driven. This is not me. This AI, this engaging podcast provides provides listeners with the latest news, tips, strategies to help them improve their game. Whether you're a beginner or experienced player. Behind the Bunker Paintball Podcast offers valuable insights and advice that will help take your paintball skills to the next level. I like didn't watch the show <laughs> That's at all. Amazing, but there's more. With a team of knowledgeable hosts, I don't know where he'd get that from. Okay. Who yeah. are deeply immersed into the paintball world, the yeah. podcast provides a unique and entertaining perspective on the sport so if you're looking to stay up to date on the latest paintball trend learn new techniques or simply connect with other paintball enthusiasts behind the bunker paintball podcast is the podcast for you you, should, awesome awesome is that? you know what you should <laughs> put that, you should put that in the description online and when the ais are ju- you know the AI together. They know we're friends <laughs> when they come to attack us. When the AI start talking to Google, then Google will take that and share that. So I, keep in mind when I type in chat GP, GP, GPT, whatever you call it, when I hit enter, it immediately pops up, comes up, and goes, "Here's your answer," and then it like shoo, 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 across like faster than like I would say less than a second, and it's got a paragraph committed. So it's not like it took a time, came back to you with some thought and Here. sent it to you. Let me let me workshop this a bit. I'll be back in about five minutes. <laughs> yeah, I'll let you know what my opinion is. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Um, so then I, t- I, I said, uh, I asked more information about the hosts. So it says the hosts of Behind... Uh, yes, I think I said, who are the hosts of Behind the Bunker? The hosts of Behind the Bunker have changed over the years, but as far as my knowledge cut off in September 2021, the current hosts of the show were Joe Kimson, founder of Flaggers Paintball, a popular paintball facility in Canada. Gavin Sharma, a paintball enthusiast with over 20 years of experience in the sport. Josh Sabricus, a paintball player with an enth- and enthusiast who have been playing the sport for over 15 years. Um, me, Todd Ansich, a paintball player and industry professional with over 20 years of experience in the sport. The hosts share their knowledge and passion for paintball with viewers covering a variety of topics related to the short sport and show. Read Matt the Crip, some deadbeat who pushes I, buttons. I, I know. I was. I was. So I'm not a host though. Josh has 15 years of in, uh, of of experience. It's oh, it's over 15 years now. But yeah, okay, at least Joe's was pretty much correct. Gavin, yeah, a paintball enthusiast, for 20 sure. years. Experience. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. So now I'm going to see if it'll clean my house. You think it's cool, but this is really scary crap. It's kind of creepy. I'm on the creepy side here. I'm the old man, you know, screaming at teenagers. Now I'm the old man screaming at robots on my lawn. It's funny. I was looking at the NXL, all the teams that have signed up for this this, uh, next event that's coming up. And there's a new pro team called ChatGBT. I don't know how they're going to play, 
but uh, it's only a matter of time. Players, you better let them win. <laughs> you better let them win because when the robots come to take over, they'll remember moments like that. Yeah. Sean Riddle said, "Sounds about right." Steve Abar from Australia says, "So you guys are real." <laughs> Don't the tell AI says we're real. That means we're real. We're real. That's great. Uh, uh, SAS Rick Roll is on, on the same page as Gavin. It's quite frightening. <laughs> Actually, uh, oh, no, <laughs> sorry. He's talking about your hair. Okay, we can talk about that maybe in the the after show. I oh, know Josh has a topic he's going to throw yeah. out of this one. I cold, do, and but, it's not squeegee kids. But uh, Chad GPT <laughs> Much uh, than and um, a number of tech people have put out a letter advising, cautioning against it as well and yeah. just to, to go slowly. So maybe yeah. we'll talk about it in the after show. But uh, yes, it's a neat toy to play with right now. Um, anytime we discover a new toy, we like to play with it. Yeah. But uh, I think we should tread carefully as a human human race to uh, uh, how this technology uh, unfolds. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I, I'm a little scared. What I saw was uh, when they're having the, the AI do like um, uh, I I, I what did I do? Oh, I sent it a picture. You you upload a picture, like your face, and it'll cartoon it or paint it or do whatever you want to it. And just the way it like created it, it's did you see really the, freaky. Did you see the Pope picture with the puffer jacket yeah, on? With all <laughs> like, the bling? Yeah. No, that's yeah, big, great. Yeah. Did you like see the Dalai Lama? Um, oh, boy. <laughs> Come yeah. on. That was AI. Right. That was AI. That was AI. <laughs> yes, it was. Hello, Brooke Hunt. <sighs> All right, let's move on. Paintball, paintball, <laughs> sure, we're going to move on. Um, all right. Well, why don't we get into tonight's vault, uh, and in the, then we'll get into uh, the the topic at hand. Tonight, we're going to be talking about uh, adding names, or not a, names, but uh, phrases and words to the paintball dictionary. I still think that we need to create one and have it out there as a reference for, for everybody. Um, I'm not even going to put one together. We're just going to let ChatGPT put it together for us after we've done this show so they have a knowledge base to get it from. So why don't we go check out Joe's From the Vault, and when we come back, we'll get right into the, today's topic. It's uh, Joe from Flagler's Paintball here with another segment of From the Vault where we go back in history, back in the early days of paintball, show you something that's kind of cool, something that's kind of old, and something you may not have seen before. Today is likely no different. Today I'm going to show you this. This is revolutionary new um, eye protection. It's from JT Racing, a motocross company. This, I've shown you before, I had a single lens, but this is a double lens or a thermal lens. And it's very early generation because the lens is held in with zip ties. Pretty great. Uh, on the back it says made in the USA. So it's very old. And it's also got JT Racing 1985. So it's likely 1985-ish era, maybe a little later. What's nice about this one is the camouflage green strap. It's actually in pretty fantastic shape. The... I don't want to stretch this too much, but the silicone is still in good shape. Of course, the JT logo was found on the brow. And this one's in relatively good shape. Of course, the camouflage uh, JT Racing green and brown sticker says JT USA, not JT Paintball, because at the time when we all know JT was making motocross stuff. So pretty great. Anyway, uh, this is this week's segment of From the Vault, where we've gone back in history, back in the early days of paintball, and I'm going to show you something kind of cool, something old, and we'll see you next time. Pew, pew. That was, that was pretty cool. I was looking through the vault, and, and those those came upon me. Um, not literally or figuratively, but those... Better than your carpet. You have... Yes, yeah, mm -hmm. just like Bukaki. <laughs> anyway, you have to think about it. Of course, AI would tell you something different. You have to think that was probably like the second generation of the whippersnapper because the first one that came... First generation that came out was just a single lens and it, it had the, the zip ties as well. But I, I imagine after they sold a few and saw the popularity that the goggle had, they came out with the thermal lens as an, as an upgrade. And I know you could buy thermal lenses afterwards so that's kind of cool and, and the strap is still in nearly unused condition uh the, that's probably just a mask that i had and i never really used it but it's pretty cool i just saw a whippersnapper brand new with tags and stuff on it still uh somebody had posted a buy sell trade we're looking for an appraisal for it so i was trying to follow to see what that was worth i wonder what it would be worth what lenses about, were new and everything yeah. what about bruce campbell or jay leno that have like the really wide 
lower part of their face. If they wore those whippersnappers, like it would really only cover just their nose and their lips. But back in the day, it was yeah. only either pump, single action, uh, even semi-automatic. Is the, uh, I don't know what year, Joe. You can maybe um, educate us on that when full face masks were, were well, required that, because the early '90s and so people were still when I was playing, they were still playing with just goggles. Well, uh, up, but before that, the JT Whippersnapper came out. Like we were using safety glasses, safety goggles, the most popular goggle at the time was the uvex you know 92 or 9300 you know chemical goggle and people started using the woodstock mask but you know there was a period of time when you know we were wearing safety glasses and you're camouflaging your face with face paint and then these came out they still they were still cam stick and they were still void of any form of ear protection then ear armor came out but it was sort of as soon as ear armor came out you know people were developing you know a mask with integrated ear yeah. protection uh pmi had one that looked like the jason mask um flag Raiders invented one called the fact i i made it out of fiberglass and cut the holes in it, it was called the fact um unlimited face ear and cheek um then there was a couple other goggle helmet sort of combinations that you wore over top of just a, a goggle sort of a a mask. I have one. It was an AHG something helmet. Um, Remember this were camo out. hood uh, that went over top to cover it? it was just the cloth that covered the face, but J- then there was, uh, there was hard air uh, inserts into it. Um, JT made that. What's J- JT? JT okay. made it. was called... I don't... The name has escaped me, but they made they made one as well. So it was, you know, kind of neat. It was a neat... Really a neat time in, in paintball when we went from this you know, leap of, you know, safety glasses, shitty shop goggles to, you know, JT, which was motocross, motocross a, a familiar company that people were, you know, a, a mainstream company was sort of got involved in paintball. And it was really, you know, at the time, you know, people were also wearing Oakleys, but the Oakleys didn't, the lenses was, wasn't, um, wasn't made for paintball, whereas the JT actually made a polycarbonate Lexan, Lexan lens that was much thicker than the standard motocross goggle lens. It was a neat, it was really a neat time in paintball. To, and to a miracle, my friend, that there wasn't as many eye injuries. That people weren't, you know, were showing up in ERs uh, because typically that's what happens in terms of legislation, right? So yeah. you start clogging up ERs with uh, with, with injuries yeah. and then they, they, they go strong in terms of legislation. Uh, but you know, but sorry, you know what's similar to the whippersnipper though is with me thinking about the size was the first time i saw the die i5 goggle i went wow that's a pretty goggle like it's a really good looking goggle and i went to go put it on and half my face was still sticking out yeah like it was just too small it's like that's your fault Patty. it's like the designer and the builder just didn't get the dimensions right like oh, the, you were born almost, with a chin <laughs> well, <it's> like, <laughs> that's what that's when you were snacking on butter sticks yeah yeah my my garden treats <laughs> sean sean but, riddle made a good comment back then you weren't supposed to shoot at people's heads either there was a time when but how can you i know there was a time when you like, no, no i know that but how like, can you not hit back, someone in the head I know, accident you were when the discerning like gentleman dogs, played so. yeah I know, it was like people were going like this we, <laughs> yeah. we had the we had the headshots don't count so you just stuck your head out the whole time <laughs> and you know the, i believe the headshots were worse when headshots didn't count because you would you'd be taunting or looking and yeah. then people would just be shooting it was yeah. but that die i5 goggle it's like when they hit print on on it they hit they instead of fit to page they went like minus 80 per, or they went to 80 percent or something it just wasn't that size when they faxed the dimensions over to the factory yeah. maybe they said okay smaller. okay here's your here's your goggle it's going to cost you x amount of dollars die said well can we lower the price they said sure we can lower it by 20 percent but they meant we're gonna yeah so that's what happened there and then you look at the go- the eyes the angel eye goggles they did the opposite they made them too big like if you saw someone wearing a pair of angel eye goggles they stick out both sides like an inch and a half not to mention the forehead was about an inch away from your forehead, too. Well, Angel Eyes was going to come out not only with their own goggle, but because they left their foreheads exposed, they were going to come out with but, their own Hormesis uh, brand of I think I, I'm going to come out and say this right right now, okay? I, I know people are going to hate to say hate to hear me say this. It's a good thing that goggle was never made. Hmm. Because if anybody made that, people would have been so disappointed. Uh, good for you, Charles Holton. He says, I suffered two eye injuries in 1989, but his typing is perfect. His spelling and pun- pu- punctuation is Chat good. GPT. Chat GPT. <laughs> was it one I in think, each eye or two for one? I think Charles Holton. 
is one of our viewers that are actually chat gpt <laughs> or is one of the subscribers He's, we paid for he comes across too smart it's almost like he knows too much he knows too much <laughs> hmm. has anybody actually physically touched him dude um <laughs> i'm gonna leave that alone yeah, why did he change his name from happy holton to charles holton uh, less touching Come on. Maybe he's not so happy anymore. <sighs> By the way, uh, nice to see Steve A. Barr in the live chat. Good night, Mike. Uh, Steve A. Barr set 730 stars. Oh, hey. Well, we're not going to ring it for the first <laughs> and, and a hope that Gavin's dick falls off. Oh, that's <laughs> right. That's nice. I tap dance around that last <laughs> week, and you went straight for it. <laughs> <laughs> Somewhat of a blunt instrument. Yeah, Chat GPT. I mean, Charles Holton says no comment. <laughs> so, all right. I do not comply. <laughs> well, why don't we move on? Should we get into the topic and then we'll do our reads later? Let's do that. We probably should because we've done nothing so far. So tonight's topic, ladies and gentlemen, is um, if we were to create a paintball dictionary that has words or even a phrase, um, what would be something that has to be in that? And um, you know, I'm going to just give one off the top of my head, but marker or gun, obviously, is the, the easiest and first that comes to mind. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to watch you guys in the live chat. Um, uh, right after I read Steve Abar's comment, he says, you guys suck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Those are suck stars, he sent. <laughs> Tim, Tim Miller also, just further on the goggle, Tim Miller says, 86 to 89, we in Australia only had industrial safety goggles. Speaking of appendages falling off, it's the man who coined that phrase, Tim Miller. <laughs> well done. Um, Dan and Hardy uh, says, and I agree uh, with him, my favorite th- thing to say on repeat with my hands is pew pew. Pew. So there you go. I have, I have a collection of words and phrases in my on my sheet. So first one I'm going to say is uh, Soldiers of Chaos, and it's a phrase. It's a great map. Uh, I should make it into the dictionary. And uh, Darren Dawkin uh, has listed quite a few. He said God, Monster, Snake, Ladder, Tombstone, Position 6, Scratch, Kill, Smash, uh, Deep Impact, Angel, when your m- marker stops working, Run Through, Clear, Box, as in Shoot the Box, uh, when players are playing or coming out of the penalty box next ball. You don't hear that anymore, Box. Like, nope. I, home now, box, people say yeah. Shoot Home, but like... It, they're not saying shoot home. They're saying the guy is at home. Right. But I uh, let's just stop for one second because that 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 box was the best call loved it. ever. Whether loved you were it. a ref, a player, or a spectator, even the guy in the box, that was the best. See, yeah. For those of you who don't know, you're you, you got a penalty, or your teammate got you a penalty, caused you the penalty, so they pulled him, and you like, got to like go in the hockey, bag. A penalty box. So they built like a six foot by six foot cage. That was right behind. Actually, that was home. Home, yeah. Uh, so there was no bunker, no protection, except for a little piece of mesh. And as soon as the clock rung down to zero, you had to get out of that bunker or that uh, that uh, starting box. Two, you had two options. So, my, you, well, my, you could walk out the back, correct, which is a li- you're, you're dead. Yep. Or you try your best and you come in. Now, sometimes if the team's not paying attention, you can run to the home bunker and you might make it in. But a lot of times, within the last three seconds, two seconds, one seconds, everyone on the opposite team, and because it's coaching sideline coaching everybody in the stands were yelling shoot the box shoot the box and so you got everybody five guns yeah. on one small opening yeah. and <laughs> simultaneously the best and worst part about it was being meshed so they knew exactly what side you were exiting yeah, on yeah. that's there right no they didn't give you a chance of hope or anything yeah. where you could go like maybe 50 50 like you couldn't nonchalantly yeah. just sneak out the only no. thing you could do as the team that had the penalty is on that last five to zero seconds is actually do a breakout or do some sort of move as an ex- like a player that's already out there because everyone that can see the box is trying to shoot it so you could in essence make a quick move but like it didn't always work that way sometimes too. a lot of times they would put so let, let's say gavin and i are on the same team and we're going to shoot the pot we're going to shoot the box we'll say listen we're going to put gavin and todd in the positions to shoot the box and everyone else will you know give them back up and that's what we did and then as soon as the box was done then we'd do our secondary but Re- well reffing was uh was great because you got to see from both perspectives sometimes teams totally forgot about the penalty even with people chanting they're just so focused in on trying to get the point yeah and then that that folk that fellow would come out of the box and just chew people up and then people are just all confused <laughs> about where they're gonna a nightmare. <laughs> that's true <laughs> 
Yeah. yeah. No, I, I, I enjoyed that aspect of, uh, of X-Ball. Uh, Steve Barr says frozen balls should be in the dictionary. Um, Sean Riddle, I don't trust dictionary. They're full of made-up words. <laughs> it is. The all words it's are made up. Yes. Yeah, it's like the thesaurus I bought the other day. It's terrible. It consisted, uh, it, I, I would say it's decent and decent. Uh, Nate Riviera <laughs> says uh, there, 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 should Todd. be there. Jason Bailey says a phrase 280 feet per second should make it in. Yeah. I wonder how they came up with 280 feet per second as the golden rule. 300 was the 300 industry standard, was standard. For, for tournament for a while. Um, and I think that was, what is testing at? It's I think up. testing is... I think testing is like three, maybe three twenty-five. Why two eighty? Was that probably how much impact it took bark off a tree? I, I think two eighty. Originally they it was headshots too. Right? Originally it was three hundred, and then they dropped it to two eighty. Makes sense. If you ask, maybe because the weight. If of you the ask paintball. Simon C. Stevens, that is the optimal pressure to be operating at, or a feet per second to be operating at. But I think when two eighty came out, that was prior to really any decent gun technology was it still dealing with hammers and sears and yeah i don't know mesh mesh maybe mesh was rated to a certain amount oh maybe and you were running 280 pretty much from the inception of flag raiders yeah yeah but then well we were you were we were playing paintball before chronographs existed and then we had this chrono when he had one of the um chronographs that folded in half do you remember what they're called yeah 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 well uh they, there weren't the radar ones, but I remember we used to we used to try to uh, see how who, who could slap the hardest because there was two brake beams. In terms yeah, of yeah. Like, who had the best pimp slap? Yeah. Hey, I think I just came up with the reason why it's three hundred. George Hay says uh, over three hundred feet per second can break bones in your hand. My phalanges. Yes. Phalanges are aching. Your dis- distal phalanges. Uh, back back to oh, ne- Neb Nellis says Phil Nipple. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's what uh, Zuby causes girls to do. Charles Holton says 280 was to make uh, make sure that spikes didn't go over 300. Okay, so there you go. God, and that Charles AI is fast. Yeah, look, he answered the next question too. <laughs> Shooting crony is what it was called. Uh, Angel Garcia says poison and Bane Harlock, uh, one I love, is tree walking. Tree walking. Yep. Uh, Josh Snuggy. Penensky says shoots ropes, laning, and bunk. It's bunker that, rub. That's why it needs to be in the dictionary, Matt. For but, you to look it up. But what does is that mean? Tree walking is just using a, a, a oh, basically using a, 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 a stump or a tree as a blind as you're walking towards it and uh, as, oh. as cover. Yeah. You are, there's a tree and you're walking. Phoenix Gasparini says, I've definitely done damage to my hand bones. <laughs> At 282, LOL, even with gloves. Now, Phoenix, that also is typed very well with broken phalanges and hands. Maybe you <laughs> and Charles Holton are both AIs. Maybe. It could not be. I love robots. Just let you guys know. Don't tell me Jesse Smith says paint check. Yeah. How about bayonetting? I, I th- like that. Uh, Darren Charles Creighton Holton. says, and I think this is just trolling us, but I'm going to say it anyway. Laser tits. Laser <laughs> I've heard that before. Yeah. <laughs> I'm okay. going to start using it in my everyday life. Sean says peppering, and Sean McNamara says check it. Ropes. Yeah. yeah. Eric, ropes. Eric Engler says whack-a-mole. Whack-a-mole. And folda and a gap. Nice. nice. I, uh, Charles Evans, phrase, bonus ball. I, I flag raider <laughs> sent in a bunch. Sorry. Pod, pod pack, slide shorts. Barrel swab. Where where else would you hear slide shorts? Baseball. Baseball. Maybe baseball, yeah. but I guess. Maybe. Really? And then what was the one before slide shorts, Joe? Uh, pod pack. Yeah, so pod pack. Would that? Would you ever use that outside paintball? Probably not. That one's pretty unique, actually. Um, Lisa Weber, Tiger, Stripe, Hoodie. Uh, oh, very <laughs> good. Um, burst disc, snake player, hybrid mesh, center flag push, although it does not belong on a field. Wreck ball, jelly ball, puncture pin, 10 round tube, behind the bunker, underbore, flex home, team tags. Those uh, are all. And top. Jason Charlton, funeral sandwich, ditch chicken, kraut. <laughs> all um, seems legit to him. Yes. Very yeah. good. Uh, Eli Booth says chili dog. I, um, I've never heard that for a paintball reference. 
I added the next one, Barrel Swab, EMAC. Then I said EMG 100, but we know it's EMF 100. <laughs> she looks up to the sheet Tipman to make 9, sure. Tipman 98, Cronus Spectre, Proflex, A5, OPL, NXL, PSP, Phoenix Project, so many more. Lisa Weber says Barrel Tag. Uh -huh. Sean Riddle says, I get 25 cents every time someone uses Check It. But he gets a dollar fifty if they add friend on the end of it. <laughs> friend. Um, Roger Weber says knuckle breathers. Yes. And Thomas says core sample. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that blew monkey chunks when I did it with my carbon fiber barrel. Yeah. Uh huh. Um, El Rivera says squid. Robbie Smith says Omaha. When the other team yells Omaha, just know you're probably the last one left. They're about to get stabbed. Yeah. No one. Also, the word God. No one ever uses the word God outside paintball, do they? Uh, churches and synagogues. Oh, that's and, true. Many yeah. places of worship. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Eric Gonzalez says counter coaching. Speaking of which, what do you call a book club that's been on the same book for far too long? Church. I heard that one the other day, and I thought that was clever. Oh, that's a good dad joke. Oh, why are all these people logging off? <laughs> yeah, it's okay. It's just the AIs. <laughs> they got enough. Uh, Chino Taglong says chicken on the coop. I like that. Mm -hmm. Uh, ben Tobin says, Raf. Yeah. <laughs> Alo Carcelles Sosa says, The 50. Yeah. The 50. That's uh, good. Dylan Key says, Dead men can't talk. But the buddy's of, on my of mirror. The Caribbean. Yeah. Dylan. Your poison. Dylan, Check your Dylan. poison. Your, yeah. Your three favorite Dylan. rappers. Yeah. Magfed. Yeah. Mag, yeah. Where else would you hear Magfed? You probably wouldn't hear. Oh, Ryan McGee, Dead Man's Walk. And yep. bagged in the berries. <laughs> uh, Eric that. Gonzalez also says trauma drill. Andre, Andre. Um, so according to chat GPT, who apparently is my new friend now, I was doing a lot of printing. Here's the top 12 answers when I said, uh, uh, give me but some words or phrases that are used only in paint. Let me read one that I know that's not on that list yeah. already from Eric Gonzalez. Bag. Yes. Oh, Ooh. that bugs me. Wasn't that ski, a ski or snowboarder term? It might Egg? have been snowboard. Yeah. Probably. I, I have the top one after that. Okay. So in first place, uh, marker gun, hopper loader, oh. uh, barrel, uh, CO2, pod pack, bunker, paint check. We haven't heard. That's a good one. Breakout, elimination, surrender. Uh, reload, refill, and then chrono or chronograph. Oh, yeah. Those are good for someone that maybe never have played paintball. Or... Ask AI how many times it's played paintball. You know what I'll do is I'll load up chat GPT next time we're live. Then I'll go into Greg Hastings. I don't I can, I think I can log in from here and we'll ask it some general questions. Yeah. Uh, Rick O says short stroke. Roger Weber, turpentine party. Good old turp. Uh, <laughs> Omar Lee Roja. I'm sorry. I'm not going to even try the last name. Sorry. But walking the trigger. Uh -huh. Oh, yeah. And top number one from a number one fan of the show, longtime friend of all of ours, Greg Muller, says teacuping. Oh, yeah. So oh, serve, yes. Serving tea. Even, Don't yeah. forget about the teacup. In California style. All right. Are we all done? I think we're good. That was a good, uh, that was a good use of our... Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, I had segment. an image I wanted to show you guys before, if you have and to. I just realized that I neglected showing it. So here it is right here. Do you guys like her tiger stripe? The Hold fact on. that it's actually tigers? I can't see the it. The fact that you have moved the image on me again? I didn't. Oh, that's brilliant. I, I yeah, didn't, no, I like that, it. that's the problem. I like it. One moment. Let me adjust this. No, okay. just leave it. It's Kevin's fine. got half an eyebrow on <laughs> his monitor. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why it does that, Matt. It. There we go. But you see how it actually has the tiger stripe is made of tigers. Yeah. What do tigers? I thought that was pretty clever. I was. I, I don't think the worst saw that. <laughs> do they dream <laughs> of mauling zebras or Halliburton or, or Catwoman suit? suit. <laughs> Oh, I've never heard that song. Why is that song so stuck in my Next, head? Next, you guys are going to break out it in the jungle, the mighty jungle. All right. So let me load this okay, up. Yeah, I say as Rick Rolls in the uh, Twitch stream. And says, Zuby, seriously, have chat GBT do your reads. And here is a segue for you. We've already got them. <laughs> Boom. Yes. And Tim Miller wanted to know on the last image if we could just go a little bit lower. 
axe and you shall receive. Uh, Todd's logging in right now. I, I forgot. Just, I, I'm just seeing. Okay, I forgot so my working. password. <laughs> uh, George Hay commented, "That's Cougar Stripe." Um, I just asked ChatGPT. I says, "When does Behind the Bunker go live?" Because I just wanted to Wait. make sure I was working. Do you think there's a Silver Fox Stripe one too? Maybe. It says Behind the Bunker be is a popular online paintball podcast or show that, but it doesn't actually say what times on their live broadcast times. Yeah. So see, there you go, Charles Holton. You don't know everything. All right. Well, let's try it. We asked ChatGPT to do some rights or to reads for our uh, our sponsors tonight, and hopefully we don't. And I didn't read them. I just sort of, yeah, just hit Control P and off we went. So Planet Eclipse is a top tier brand that has been leading the paintball industry for over a decade. Known for their exceptional quality, durability, and performance, Planet Eclipse paintball markers and accessories are a popular choice among players of all skill levels. Whether you're looking for a high-end tournament marker or a reliable option for recreational play, Planet Eclipse has something for everyone. With a commitment to innovate and excel uh, and excellence, their products are yes. With a commitment to innovation and excellence, their products are designed with the latest technology and materials to ensure optimal performance on the field. Planet Eclipse is the clear choice. It's well essentially done. your read anyways with more words in it. Well, yeah, yeah, bigger words. I was AI. Um, EG, Enola Gay is a leading brand in the paintball and airsoft industry, specializing in high-quality smoke grenades and pyrotechnics. Their products are widely recognized for their safety, reliability, and versatility, making them a top choice among players, photographers, and filmmakers alike. Enola Gay smoke grenades come in a wide range of colors and sizes, allowing players to create unique and exciting game scenarios. Their pyrotechnics are also a popular choice for special effects and movie productions, adding an extra level of realism to any scene. Enola Gay is committed to providing innovative and safe products, and their dedication to quality is reflected in their growing popularity in the industry. If you're looking to add a new dimension to your paintball or airsoft games, or need to create a stunning special effect, Anola Gay is the brand to choose. And I'm going to add hashtag Pop Smoke. Arups is the leading manufacturer of inflatable products for the paintball industry. They specialize in creating high-quality, durable, inflatable bunkers and obstacles that are perfect for creating dynamic and exciting paintball fields. Arups offers a wide range of op options, including standard bunkers, custom designs, and even branded options for teams and events. Their products can be made from heavy-duty material and feature reinforced seams to ensure that they can withstand wear and tear of regular use. Arups also offers a range of accessories, including pumps and storage bags, to make your setting up and taking down your field as easy as possible. If you're looking to create a memorable and exciting paintball experience, Arups has the products and expertise to help you design wow. and build the perfect field. Wow. Let's talk about the fact that it didn't say thick welded seams shows that AI has a long way to go. <laughs> or it doesn't get its knowledge base from us. <laughs> uh, Ruthless is also a leading brand in the paintball industry. Wow. Offering high quality paintball jerseys pants and other accessories their products are designed with the latest technology and materials to ensure maximum comfort durability and performance on the field <clears throat> ruthless paintball jerseys and pants feature moisture wicking fabric and breathable mesh panels to keep players cool and comfortable during the intense gameplay their extensive range of accessories, including headbands, barrel covers, and gear bags, are also designed to meet the specific needs of paintball players. Ruthless is committed to delivering products that are both stylish and functional, making them a popular choice among players of all levels. Whether you are a beginner or seasoned pro, Ruthless has the gear you need to take your game to the next level. I like ChatPT so far, but they're very preachy. Exalt, a highly respected brand in the paintball industry, offering a wide range of high-quality accessories and gear for players. They specialize in creating innovative products that are designed to enhance the performance and experience of paintball players. Exalt's product line includes everything from barrel covers and tank covers to gloves and knee pads, all designed to provide players with the best possible experience on the field. Their accessories are made of high-quality materials and feature advanced technology, such as their patented Grip Skin technology that provides superior grip and control. Exalt is also committed to environmental sustainability, using eco-friendly materials in their products whenever possible. With a reputation for excellence and dedication to quality, Exalt is a top choice for paintballers looking to improve their game and enhance their experience on the field. 
Wow. There we go. DLX is a leading brand in the paintball industry offering everything is leading brands. Uh, offering high quality markers and accessories that are designed to meet the needs of serious paintball players. Their markers are known for their reliability, accuracy, and ease of maintenance, making them a popular choice among players at all levels. Uh, DLX has the markers and accessories to take you to the next level. I'm glad we are not sponsored by any mid-level paintball products. No. Uh, One Wheel is the ultimate choice for action sports enthusiasts looking for to elevate their riding experience. With a sleek and stylish design, the Ride 519 One Wheel is both eye-catching and functional, providing the perfect blend of performance and style. If you're looking for an action sports experience like no other, the Ride 519 One Wheel is the ultimate choice. There you go. Thank you to all of our sponsors and thank you for putting up with that. Next time I do it, I won't ask for a paragraph. I'll ask for like a sentence or two because that's that was long. Um, I did ask uh, ChatGPT, is Charles Holton really AI? And it says, Charles Holton, in quotes, refers to a person who uses or works with AI or it could be a fictional character or an online username. Ooh, so there we go. The mystery. mystery. The ah. mystery embiggens. <laughs> getting bigglier <laughs> as the show goes on yeah yeah um all right ladies and gentlemen what should we do we have some mail time questions or we could do prices right <laughs> all right ladies and gentlemen i would do a uh um, I would do something bunker. fun, but we're going to do this <laughs> no, instead. I would do a, a, a behind the uh, yeah, behind the bunker hoodie, but we already know what that's going for right now, and it hasn't sold yet. Uh, but what about XO paintball arm elbow pads? XO really Whoa. brand new still. They made those. They did. Although it doesn't they really look, look brand new. They don't look bad. I guess they are brand they new. They don't There's look no terrible. Just pilling. I I would agree with you, Cleveland. They do not look terrible. <laughs> All right, let's start the bidding. Um, Gavin, that was a clean sweep last week. It was uh, by the skin of my teeth. So I'm going to say for these bad boys, $45, Bob. You have skin on your teeth? I do. Oh, Call gums. There we go. Uh, Joe? Hmm. What did Gavin say? 45 45 Same with Thomas Burke. $36. Okay, Charles Holton with the 22 Uh-oh. That's what? AI. 22. He oh. might have nailed it. I was going to say 25. What did Gavin say? 45. 25. We should make it hard one night and not have repeats. And make it real. Huh? What was your scratch sheet, Joe? You used to have a scratch sheet where you'd write things down. I used to have a scratch sheet. I'm going to yeah. go back to that. I had better luck when he I did lost, it. I used to have one. He, he lost his light blue Sharpie and then gave up on the spreadsheets. <laughs> oh, that's true. That's right. So this sold for $28. All right, that's good value. Yeah, who Josh was close that's to twenty-five. Uh, uh, so then, before who you go on, Joe did. Josh, before, yeah, I did. Yeah. Oh so yeah. 25. Then uh, before we go on, SAS Rick Roll says, "Do you guys think Chat GDP could write a scenario game? Oh. Likely. Oh. But how? It would have to know the field. But you'd have to give it you'd parameters. Like if you if you said, here's the grid, here's where they can and can't go, here's where they enter and they exit. Write some scenarios. I bet you would come up with something." Is there more than one AI? Like I'm chat sure GDP? There is. is there another one? There's got to be. Yeah, Would it I'm be like sure. chat G- GDP versus Google? Charles Holton, you're watching. Can you something? Can you answer that? <laughs> Does Charles e- Holton Elon actually Musk know about AI? Is that GDP? like? Is well, this... the argument is whether he is AI. That's the problem. Oh, there's real pictures of him. It suspects he could be an online username. Can yeah. you get AI? Could you get this AI to create create what we look like? Yes. Draw Without a picture. Draw a picture of Gavin Sharma. What does yeah. Joe Kimson look like? Well, they would do a Google image search. Hey, find you and then, yeah, turn. And I'd get a mustache. <laughs> Who are you talking to? Draw now, they're, they're not in the air. Is that voice control yet? <laughs> now, no. I also want to huh. know uh, with Charles Holton, our AI expert, yeah. who may be AI. Um, if I stay friends with you, Charles, are you able to scrub some stuff from the internet for me? <laughs> <laughs> Just remove it completely. Can you sponge hey. a record? Hey, Chat GDP, erase my browser her history remotely. Okay. Ask Chat, it if it can Chat draw GPT a picture. Of or GDP is becoming the new EMF 100. <laughs> whatever it is. <laughs> None okay. of us are ever going to get it right. Well, we have no. to write it down. We don't want the internet angry with us. I know. Yeah, I know. Ask it if it can draw a picture, Charles Holton. Well, that's true. See what it comes up with. Um, 
Next up for bid, this is amazing. If you can't afford a flame drop forward, what about a flame grip? It's horrible. Look at it. Pretty ways. It's a hinge autococker frame rare. Oh, of course it is. But look at the flames on it. I would buy grip panels just to cover that. That's Who did this? No, I would buy clear Who grip panels. <laughs> it's terrible. I'd buy clear that. grip panels and then put oh, goldfish in it. No, what you do is you'd fill it with like a bedazzled shellac or something like a, an epoxy. That's what I'm trying to say. So you can have it match people's coffee tables. That would kill the goldfish. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Josh, you're first up for bid. What do you think? 55. George Hayes is 45. Charles Fulton, 70 bucks. Uh, Gavin, what are you thinking? Oh, crap. You said 45, right, Josh? Yeah. Uh, I'll just say $60. John Jones says $34. And Gerald saying negative five. I I agree. Thomas Burke, 185. Joe, what are you thinking? Uh, 35 bucks. My hand just hurts looking at it, says Steve Abar. <laughs> Mike Thompson, 62 bucks. I don't know if it's cap. Um, Could be. Could be Matt saying, "This sold Crap. for two hundred dollars." No. All right. Who yeah, got that? Yeah. Gavin. What did Gavin bid? Sixty. What did I, I All say right. This I don't understand didn't why I it's say a 45? thing. Um, no, what did, did I say? Forty-five. No, you said fifty-five. Fifty-five. <sighs> Compact tactical folding huh. buttstock for an Umarex HDR fifty. Come on. Why? <laughs> That's like off an that's like off an airsoft PDW. But why? It's a revolver. Why would a revolver need a stock? Too much recoil. Do you not have a Tipex with a folding collapsible stock? <laughs> yes, on? but behind to us? your point, a revolver has Six. very little recoil because you have to think like if you had a Glock that, that had serious. a slide. Okay. <laughs> well, you stomped your foot. <laughs> somebody said, woke, oh, Mr. somebody woke up and said, "How do I unrevolver my revolver?" <laughs> Yes, exactly. Um, all right, so you're paying for just the stock. Just the stock. Yes, just the, the 3D stock. printing jobs. <laughs> when when will 3D printers not look like 3D printers? Like when will they become? I remember when I bought my first laser printer, the DPI was like a hundred. Like it was very, it wasn't very good, but it was still good. But now they look phenomenal. What about a 3D printer? Can they not? Like, are they? Do you think they'll ever fix it where it will be a finer yep, filament and more pretty? Yep, have you, above. have yeah. you seen the ones that come upside down from like water? Yeah. They look cool. Yeah. Because it looks like something out of a sci fi movie. Like they're printing Arnold's face so he can face off with the time machine or <laughs> the AI. The AI machine that <laughs> Dolph Lundgren <laughs> broke with his fists. Um. Uh, Sorry, uh, 40 bucks I'm getting from Mike Thompson, John Jones, 85, says Thomas. And $500 for Rule of Cool, says Steve Abar. Rule of I don't, cool. yeah. Rule of Cool. Definitely illegal in Australia, says Tim Miller. All right. But the fact that it's collapsible stock, somebody's like, might need to get into a CK, CQB situation yeah. with this. With it. Better let it fold. Remember back, remember back in the Wild West with the Cowboys that used to put stocks on their pistols? All the time. <laughs> yeah, Jesse James had one when he used to rob trains. <laughs> so when he came up on the horse, on his horse, he would have his... He's the one that cut the buttstock off his rifle and yeah. cut the barrel down short, right? Yeah. yeah. Who was the guy that... Dill was it Dillinger that had the one that comes out of his sleeve? Um, or was, I, whatever. Spider-Man. <laughs> yeah, at least, I think it was Spider-Man. <laughs> He is the most common known Western character. <laughs> yes. Have you ever seen him? Or web slinger. Oh, sorry. Josh, did you bid? No so, one is bid. Okay. So what, what would you tried. like to bid, Josh? No, Gavin's That's turn. me. Okay. All right. Uh, <laughs> 25 bucks, Bob. Josh, what would you like to bid? Just think about it because you'd be coming soon. Gavin, sorry. I said $25, okay, Joe. 85. Y'all underbid. It's $201. Sold for $120. Really? Someone right. paid 120 bucks. Hi, Fred. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Who? What's the score, Matt? We got uh, one all. Okay. So uh, one of the guys had the at, at the field, yeah. And he had created a foregrip for it, where he could put the discs with the paint in them, oh, in the neat. foregrip. And I was like, that's kind of clever. But I was like, you know what? I would like 
is remember when you used to go someplace like on a carney would have that metal the thing change. on his belt Dicky where you press the button and oh, the yeah. thing would come flying out. I'm like, oh, I want one of those. <laughs> like four or five of them in each one. Oh, the, the drive, they just looked at the, me like I was stupid. When you went to the A&W drive-in, they had those yeah. things. Yeah. Back when they were on roller skates. And yeah. Hula sk- yeah. Back in the, what was that? <laughs> 40s? That wasn't alive then. I, yeah. the 60s. Do you notice when you go to a store and... If you pay, try to pay with cash, they've already got the debit machine programmed and handing it over to you is for ready for tap. And then you show them like you've got a 10 or $20 bill and it's like, then <sighs> they cancel the debit machine and then they have to look for where it says cash. I, on car- the I carry cash on purpose. Yeah. Because if nobody asks me and they hand me the debit machine, I go, hang on. Because there's no 20. forced tip with cash. It's not like you have to start off at 18% tip for some guy who gave you your Subway sandwich. Yep. Yeah. After yeah. show. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, squeegee kid. All right, here comes the next one. This will break the tie, and this is too vintage. Oh, you can see uh, not working. Archeon, Archeon, here. Archeon they- Overlords yeah. with aftermarket grips and holsters. Overweight. Oh, they have dice. One has die a die grip. sticky dice grip. Sticky the other grip. has a hybrid grip. Virtue. Yeah. yeah, it's a virtue. Uh, virtue. Yeah, you're right, Matt. <laughs> Our oh. show is produced by AI now. So, Bitter Joe is funny, Joe. One thing I will say I like about these is they do have the detachable uh, parts, feed, 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 feed tubes. So you could, in essence, take was them off of all the other fed. ones that don't work and have a collection of them in it your be, pouch. Yeah, like almost early mag fed, essentially. Yeah. yeah. Do you think he'd put the die sticky grip on there, hoping it would stick together enough to shoot? <laughs> Are those Picatinny rails on the top of the mags? No, no. they were dovetails. Yeah, That's I think what you're I right. Thought, but look at the—I just can see the, the look of frustration on the gun owner. <laughs> yeah. All right, so let's go around the horn. Who needs to start? Joe. Joe, Joe needs to start on this one. Two so of them. Two guns. I don't know, 195 bucks. Okay. Two pistolas? I was going to say 200, but out of respect for Joe, I think that's too close. So I'll say 225. <laughs> I thought you were going to say 205. I'm going to say $100 even, Bob. Okay. So yeah. Is that a five or an S? That's a five. $500. $500. $500. Thank you to Matt for finding all of tonight's eBay. Wow. What uh, does that, that, that fixes it. Who? Correct. And who, who bid the closest to 500? Zuby at 100. Zuby guessed 225. Closest with two and a quarter. Yes. Nice. So uh, Mike Thompson says, congratulations, Gavin. That's right. (laughs) So yeah, so thank you to everybody watching tonight. I would like to. I'm I'm itching for some after show goodness. So why don't we uh, say farewell to our Facebook friends? You know what? Before you yeah. go, you know what? I I spend a lot of time studying for this, and you know I don't think it's it fair that Gavin gets all the favoritism. <laughs> <laughs> Of, of winning. Did your therapist tell you to bring this up today? No, you know we what? told no you to bring your spreadsheet me. back, but you weren't listening. I'm going to bring my spreadsheet back. I'm going to go get a sharpie. You know, but it's just you know, we put. I, I know. I, I appreciate you guys. I appreciate you guys spending time looking for you know prices right. And I know everyone that's watching the show live or listening to it in in a podcast format from wherever podcasts are found on the podcastery. But you know, I just keep going. I just you know, I just Matt's think got it, the after show logo flashing on the screen. He does, but it's, we, some things have to be said not on the after show because some people, quite frankly, don't care about the after show. You know, when this who, is done, who doesn't care about the after show? The people, some of the people, they don't care when when this is done, and then I sign off on Facebook, and they say, "That's it, we're checking out. See you next week." Um, but, you know, Joe, were people messaging you? Gavin didn't win. <laughs> no, no one messaged me, but I'll get messages. Good show. Way to go, Joe. Um, you think he wakes like up that. in the morning and looks in the mirror Monday morning. He's like, you're going to win tonight. <laughs> you're a winner. Daily affirmations. <laughs> you know, Stuart Smalley. I, Are you a doer those, or a doter? I'm a doer. I have those 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 plaques on the wall. I walk down the hallway. Motivational posters. Motivational posters. It says, hang in there, champ. It says, hang in there, tonight's your night. <laughs> Price is right. Yeah. Guess the number. <laughs> American dollars. <laughs> you know, it's just... 
but that's fine. Anyway, everyone, thanks for tuning in tonight. We can go to the after show. I'm going to cut out. John Jones. I was clean shaven when Joe started this. <laughs> oh, John. Uh, John. <sighs> so thank you. If you want to hear more, head on over to the after show, which Wait, is available that no on one cares about. YouTube or Twitch right John, now. John, someday Twitch, when yeah, you're walking by a ditch, I'm going to be laying in there in my camouflage <laughs> with my darn tough socks on. And I'm going to reach up and grab your ankle and pull you into the ditch. And you're going to think, I just got tackled by the ditch chicken. <laughs> Joe, Joe wants to get a chicken costume. <laughs> grab him by the ankle. <laughs> and then the give, you a foot, give you a football tackle into the ditch. <laughs> Say, how do you like that now? How do you like them chickens? How do you like them apples? <laughs> uh, isn't it chickens? I, well, the expression oh. is them apples. Oh, among, is among that line, I got something to talk about the after show. Nice. Herb's so, guys, if you want to listen to the after show, head on over to anywhere that you get our podcast from. You can hear the rest of it there, or you can go to YouTube right now. We're going to continue to stream or on Twitch. If you guys are watching us on Facebook, thank you. Thank you so much for watching. Um, also want to give a shout out to um, Archie Emmons. He gave 50 stars. Nice. Thanks, guys. We'll see you over on YouTube shortly. Don't be a freeloader. If you liked what you hear, make sure to hit the share button below. Also follow us on our social media outlets like Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, ICQ, and now MySpace. If you want to join the conversation, post your comments and we might read them on the show. Yeah. 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 All right, ladies and gentlemen. So that was a good show. Joe is still in the studio if you're watching, wondering at home. I yeah, am. He didn't leave. He's still here for the after show. He doesn't care about I, you know what? funeral I wanted sandwiches. To I wanted to show my support for the show and still be here, even though I don't necessarily agree with the way Price is Right <laughs> is, is played and the favoritism shown to Gavin, although he's my friend. Talk to Matt. He's a producer. If you have a complaint, talk I to did. I sent him a letter the other day, and he didn't reply. He was handwritten. Well, <laughs> ChatGPT did it. ChatGPT, please compose a letter to Matt, the producer, showing my displeasure for the way um, Price is Right is played out and formatted each week. No matter how hard I try, I still lose, and Gavin always wins. Maybe what we should do is we should get some of Joe's vault stuff without him knowing, sell it on eBay. That way he knows the answers better, and then we not only add insult to injury by telling him we sold his stuff, but then <laughs> Gavin still wins. Yeah. Oh, thank you to Wolf for sharing the show. That was nice of you. All uh, right. Bag, bag of chips in the Twitch stream chat says, uh, Matt, tag the Twitch channel, talk shows, and podcasts. Okay. I think that will... Share the show. I don't know how Twitch works, and I'm the only one in there, so I would have to do search. We would have to put yeah. that in the show description. Yeah, Get the chat GDP to Twitch show how to do that. It's not. It's chat. You know me. It's chat EMF 100. <laughs> All I yes, know is it's not on the wall, so we remember. Now I know it's not chat ICQ. I don't care. It's chat S63 barrel. System. They dropped the name on the is. ball in that. What ICQ? Cut, no, that chat. GPT or whatever it is. They dropped the name on that. Why is it a three-letter acronym? So dumb. I don't know. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are here on our after show. By the way, can uh, I'm going to take all of your things okay. here. I was going to give them to Joe just so we had him as a reference in case he ever wanted to I'm working long, on it. You know what? Be extraordinarily just long-winded with his reads. Yeah. Write you a page long. They're very wordy. <laughs> They're very wordy. And then in the middle of the read, she'd go off on a tangent and then circle back and come back to the read. Yeah. Um, some news in paintball world coming down the pipeline. You'll hear more about it in the next week or two. Stay tuned for Behind the Bunker. I didn't tease that earlier. What that, is it about? Uh, can't say, oh. but student, tune into Behind the Bunker. You'll find oh, out in two news. weeks. Nice. Within the next two weeks, uh, something that uh, makes us happy. Hopefully, it, hopefully, it'll make you happy as well. Cool. Um, Josh, what did you want to bring up? You had something that I, was uh, eating at your... Bag of chips helping us out big time here. This is cool. Uh, video producer... I'll go to stream manager, go to edit stream info, and then you can add that stuff in there. Okay. That's it. Bag of chips on top of the Twitch stuff. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I have a question about the chat um, G, uh, PDT or whatever it is. Yep, the GDP of the it's G20. CBD. I was wondering if it can help me pick a fight with streaming services. Which one in particular? All of them. Because I don't know if you've noticed this, noticed this or not, but I was scrolling through um, Prime Video 
last night. Yeah. Looking for something to watch. And you know how they split it into categories? Something caught me when I read the romance category. The two movies that showed up for romance. Goodwill Hunting. How do you like those apples? And Desperado. Mm-hmm. Huh. But then I started scrolling across because I got curious. What else is in there? Empire Records. R- romance yeah. movies. Pride, Prejudice, and Zombies is under the romance category. I um, would, we should simultaneously do this to see what's if it's algorithm based in terms of what your preferences and what your, your your what you watch. But it gets better. Okay. Bruce Lee's Fist of Fury, romance. That's apt. And my favorite, Coming to America. That's a romance. That's romance, I would say. Why did he go to America, Josh? Why did he go to America? For comedy. It should be under comedy. comedy. I know. But it just threw me off how all those are under romance. Bridesmaids under romance. Goodwill hunting. So yours are very close to mine. 3,000 like, years of lodging. Some of know. them are. Like the Shrek. Sw- the Switch. How is Shrek? That's. D- so I if see you're 50 thinking romance there. movies and rom com and you want to get your wife into bed, Shrek is the way to go. All right. Shrek. So. <laughs> Shrek's under the romance category in, in Prime Video. You're going to screw it's- everything up for me, Josh, but. I hope so. The Pez Outlaw? How's that romance? How's it not? You should watch. Beats. Okay, so I'm on popular movies. Shrek, Shrek Two, Meet Cute. No, but you got to go under categories. Under I'm under romance. Categories. Oh, romance. you went to yeah. Okay, sorry. Uh, wow, that was a dirty look you scuffed across. <laughs> I, I understand English. Oh, Shrek <laughs> Two is also in there. Oh, <laughs> romance, Legally Blonde. <laughs> Meet the parents. The terminal. The terminal. Wasn't he by himself? He lives in an airport. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's okay. all alone, is he? Looking for love in all the wrong places. The Lobster. Yeah, Desperado. There you go. Empire Records. <laughs> What's Desperado? <laughs> I'm more Is of a witch a- woman, to be honest with you. <laughs> I, I, I don't know what this movie is, but The Lobster just yeah. doesn't sound like it's... Uh... Can I ask a question and be honest? So I just saw Sex in the City. And I know that's like a girl's go-to show. Have you guys watched it, and is it good? Because I've heard the people... Movie? No, well, I don't know. There's this whole show, The Sex in the City, isn't oh, there? The TV show? Yeah, they yeah. went on for, like, the one is Sarah Jessica Parker in it. What's with the long face? Yeah. <laughs> I watched it, like... <laughs> you want a sugar cube? 15 years ago? Maybe, like, maybe longer than it's that? It's funny, because yeah. she's not um, that one. That's when uh, DVD sets came out, and... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I, wa- I watched some of it. Was it okay? It was okay at the time, but what I ever... Sp- yeah. Strap back in and watch again. Not a chance. I didn't know if there was like a guy side of it that I wasn't aware no, of. Like that. No, it's a girl side with they wear shoes. It's um ninety four episodes and it's from like nineteen ninety. Oh, oh why is he? Okay, Josh, you missed the best one under romance, huh? Fist of Fury. I said Bruce. I did Fury. Sorry, I wasn't paying attention. Nineteen ninety eight. All right, let's see. Rotten. Is that what you wanted to bring up? Tomatoes. Yeah, because he said. I, I just I was looking through and then I went through and I went through. Um, the, Disney is the only really seemingly one that has like their categories in. Yeah. The, they have their categorical ducks in a row. But if you click on Star, which you get free with Disney, Star's just as messed yeah. up as all of them. But Netflix, Prime, like, I, like Paramount, all of them, they're all like. It's like who's labeling this? You know what a good good thing is going to be is to get your get yourself ready to for. Uh, Apple. You know how Apple has streaming? When Apple acquires Disney, they're going to have all of the Disney programming, and that Apple Disney app will be quite something. I love Apple's original programming. There's a couple shows that periodically pop up that are great, like that one um, Severance, I thought was brilliant. You know, stuff like that. What do you mean when Apple acquires so Apple Disney? Is, Apple, Apple is going to buy Disney. Mark my words. Disney's putting themselves in a position for Apple to take them. So that's so, why they brought Ike. What's his name? Eichmann? Iverman? Um, Jesse? That, though the head of Disney for a while that stepped down, now he's back. Anyways, he's good at. And so, yeah, I, I, I believe that's what's going to happen. So. so they have original programming. Netflix did uh, the Chris Rock special live. And I kept thinking to myself, why is there not more like concerts or theater productions uh, that is live streamed? There should be more concerts on there. So. 
who is it? Uh, Chris Rock just did his live stream, right? And no, no, but I, uh, but did you watch it? I did. Okay, and was it? Uh, it was okay. Um, I watched it because I wanted to see if it was the same sort of feel as live stand-up comedy, and it was not. It, you know. Yeah, that was yeah, and I don't know of any other like to your point. There has been no other live stream. Now YouTube, a lot of comedians are no longer giving their. Um, their one-hour specials to Comedy Central, HBO, they're doing it themselves by releasing it on YouTube, and they're getting better results, right. and they're controlling their content. They don't have to kowtow to any of their demands. Oh, you can't talk about this. You can't talk about that. There are no sponsors. There's no anything, and they can do it themselves, make it for as long or as short as they want. And um, so if you like your comedies, go to YouTube. They're everywhere. Very interesting point on that topic was Joe Rogan having comedians on his podcast and listening to some comedians say like hey listen i didn't break out big until i did my netflix special but i fully paid for the production and the funding and the editing of my own netflix special then when people saw how good it was then netflix finally finally joined on so it's giving the more power to comedians it's marketing marketing themselves in a different light we would have never seen or heard of yeah because some dolt at Netflix doesn't get comedy. But you look at Shane Gillis, and he was okay. So Shane Gillis no did something, and he got he got uh, canceled, if you will. None of the networks, none of the, the 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 streaming services will touch him. So he went and produced his own podcast, his own show, and his own special. And he's now one of the most grossing mm-hmm. comedians, and does really well for himself, and is quite popular. Same with like. Um, uh, Tom Segura, Bert Kreischer, all these guys with their, with their um, um, oh Tiger Tiger Belly or Tiger, I think it's Tiger Belly with uh, oh, what's the what's the Asian comedian that used to be on uh, uh, Chris Rock? Chris, no, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> you almost had him there for a second. <sighs> Bobby Lee. So all these comedians now are doing really well on that end of it, and they're no longer on the Comedy Centrals or the Netflix, that sort of thing. So, you know, if you'd like your stand-up comedy, but good for Chris. Like, that was a good experiment. I wonder how many people actually watched live. I, I did, and I was excited. Like, again, I was excited about it. I used to love stand-up comedy, live stand-up comedy before. Well, I guess it's still offered here uh, a number of different places. Uh, yuck but, Yucks? Uh, yuck Yucks. I used to do Yuck Yucks all the time, uh, yeah. and now there's a number yeah. of black ball comedy. There's a number of uh, comedy troops that go around or producers that go around. But, um, yeah, I, I miss the live live comedy. I really do. And uh, mm-hmm. I was hoping for that same feel, but it was, uh, it was very Chris Rock, right? And... Uh, you know, not saying he's not a, he's not funny anymore, but he's not as edgy as he was. He, obviously, he addressed the uh, the slap, yeah, uh, as best he could. But I saw I some missed, of the I missed the I missed the edge, baby. I yeah. missed the edge. I missed some of the clips, and that was some good comebacks. <laughs> but yeah, there's something about being like when you're watching a live comedy special, like you wouldn't know it's live, right? Because you're not laughing with thousands of other people. But when you're in a comedy store. You know, like yuck yucks, or you know, I remember going there, and it wasn't thousands; it was hundreds, hundred maybe. But it was fun. You're all laughing together, and you know, you see the guy beside you, and the co- the comedian's ripping him a new one because yeah, he's yeah. doing something stupid. I I used to like that. Yeah, the crowd work is uh, which, which is great. Yeah. yeah, there's an air to going to a club though too. That like a sports event too. Like you go to sports ball, and you're in the stadium. There's that electric feel, and then. But the thing I miss about the comedy being live stream was all the opening acts before yeah yeah yeah, I, yeah. I, I feel like that kind of sets you in a certain mood it, it, 100% and then you get into it because it yeah. lets you get a couple drinks in and one bathroom break and then you're into the thing like you're yeah. already kind of lighthearted very few, and, very few comedians I've ever seen have ever gone on let's say cold right without having yeah. warm up groups so yeah. it's funny back. you say that because Jerry Seinfeld did but I, I, I saw him at the odd and it was just surreal for the first 20 minutes you're sitting there listening to him and you're going that's jerry 